went for a walk today and they have like Christmas lights and you know, like it's, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's weird because like Toronto's in total lockdown and Burlington is like, it's 19, 1972 or something, you know, everybody's just kind of, ha- I mean, everybody's wearing a mask, but people are just kind of, you know, cruising around the beach there- is busy. That's like Edmonton right now until Sunday. Really? Well, because we're locking down on Sunday, right? Yeah. Or or Sunday's our last day of freedom. So why are you being taken over? Why are you being taken over by homeless people in there? I just, I, because I let one of them stay in there for like an hour once without like confronting them. So maybe word gets around that I was being nice, but they'll come in and they'll, this guy had a laptop though. Oh, really? My favorite thing is people interacting with homeless people during a pandemic because homeless people generally have to be reminded to put a mask on. Yeah. But you don't really want to push it because they're homeless and, you know. So And a lot of, all all the ones I've been dealing with are addicts or mentally ill. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I'm getting called a cunt because (laughs) some guy called me a cunt because I told him to wear a mask. Was it a homeless guy that said you were a cunt? No, it was just a mean old white man. Oh, God. Mean old white guys. Mean old white guys. And then, um, can we please talk about that video? I don't care if we'll talk about it. Well, the thing I love about it is like, so there was a a festival. We'll explain it, yeah. Yeah, there's a festival in Calgary called the Funny Fest. We were both invited to this show, by the way. (laughs) You just always got to plug yourself. No, you were invited too, though. (laughs) No, we were invited, yes. We're definitely invited. Um, we just didn't go. <laughs> it, was like it, it, it ended up being a super spread event. And the, the thing I think is funny about it is like comedy never gets pressed. Like no, there's no story about like local stand-up in, uh, in Calgary or Edmonton. But in this one, um, Global did a like a three-minute piece on it. And it just like, deta- it just makes comedy look dangerous. <laughs> like it was just like eight comedians not wearing masks and like waving on a stage. And you know that the reason the comedians aren't wearing masks is because two, Stu told them to take their fucking masks off because there was a, <laughs> because they were going to take a picture. I guarantee that happened. There's nine people in the photo and seven of them are holding masks in their hands and, and two of them never had a mask in their life. And you know <laughs> the two that, you know, like, you know, Stu Hughes said to these seven, take your fucking masks off, you communist pieces of shit. It's picture time. And they did, like, grudgingly, we're like, okay. And then eight of them got COVID. So this was like a comedy show November 24th that was a Funny Fest production, and eight people got COVID out of it. And it makes, and it, it's on, it was on global. Like, it's not a big deal, obviously, but still, it's like, you couldn't get press for a local no. comedy thing. And now this just like, boom, it makes comedy look like, it's the most dangerous thing you could possibly do. Yeah, and it's gonna fuck it up for everybody else. But that's what that's what this guy's <laughs> Stu. Remember, I love my thing about Stu is he always will be like, no ties on stage, no fucking ties on stage. So now it's no masks on stage, like sure. no fucking masks. As soon as COVID happened, one of my first thoughts was like, Stu is gonna be an anti-masker. There's no question. He's like, he looks at it as like a life prop. You know, yeah. like like prop comics, and this is like some prop comic walking around. You know, like that's how he views masks. Is like it's some kind of prop that you're wearing. Like just live your fucking life, take in the droplets as they come. You know, he's that guy. Take in the droplets. 
until until he's in a hospital like that's the thing too about like i would hate to be a nurse or a doctor because you know a lot of times you're dealing you're treating people and putting yourself in harm's way for people that were out in the community saying fuck all this is just the flu and now like I'm, as a nurse am i supposed to put my life am i supposed yeah. to why would i pick up extra shifts and put in overtime to try to help people who thought this was a bunch of bullshit right from the start and didn't protect themselves or anybody around them I think that most people have that attitude that like people that don't wear masks should not get healthcare. Well, they should. Well, they I mean, can get like, healthcare, but not for COVID. Yeah. If I'm a nurse, I'm, I'm like, I'm not picking up an extra shift to, you know, to help this guy. Yeah. Cause though, like, at, you know, Stu at that show for sure was like, this is bullshit. COVID is bullshit. They should be locking us down. It's bullshit. And then, oh, I guess the whole thing isn't bullshit. I guess we should have been locked down. I guess this can lead to a super spreader event, you know? But it's so sad that, like, this is what has to happen, that people like Stu have to actually get COVID for them to, to understand. Like, I read this article today about how life, what life is like in Australia and New Zealand and Thailand and Korea and places where it doesn't exist anymore because they took really strong precautions because they did really strong lockdowns at the beginning. And now it doesn't, and they're going to movies, they're all out, they're going to weddings. It's like, it's their lives are normal. And because we have a couple of stupid politicians that listen to their shitty base that tell them, oh, my rights, give me my rights. Now we're fucked. I don't get to see my family at Christmas. I don't get like, like, it's just like, we're so fucked now because they listened to the stupid, the stupidest people in our population. I don't care anymore. I'm I'm, I want to just let them all know that I hate every person that is an anti-masker and I hope that they get chronic diarrhea for the rest of their life. You want them all to be long haulers. Yeah, I want, I want their lives to suck for a very long time because they fucked all of us. The reason people are dying is because of these stupid anti-maskers. The reason we don't get Christmas is because of these stupid anti-maskers and these conspiracy theorists. Like the reason why we're all fucked is because these people are selfish yeah, they just don't want to, I mean, I, I said it on like one of your posts on Facebook where like, you know, COVID is as close as conspiracy theorists are ever going to get to being right about something. So it's, it's natural for them to push this agenda, like, to, because this is as close as they're ever going to, like, people think they're crazy and they're actually getting some traction now, right? Like there are some people that they've been able to pull into their, maybe this is a one world government agenda, you know, nonsense or whatever. But this is, as I mean, I, I don't blame them for trying to like fit this into their narrative, but it's not actually happening. Like it's not, it's, you know, in 1918, people stopped wearing masks when it passed and then that was it. And it was the roaring twenties and there was, you know, like I, I the idea that this is going to lead like, oh, they're trying to prove that they can control us or whatever. Well, they can't because as soon as there's no pandemic, then the control has gone. Like if there's no pandemic and they're like, we want you guys to wear like one shoe for a month everybody would be like fuck you <laughs> like no one listens to the government unless they're afraid they're gonna die if they don't yeah or unless it's like scientifically proven that you should do something yeah like i don't listen i don't like listening to authority either but i don't no. have to be crazy and ignore like you can't do enough research like you're not a scientist you can't do like do your research you can't you me like the general public we can't do enough research in two weeks to catch up to somebody who's been an epidemiologist for 14 years. Oh, you mean the guy uh, that uh, I went to high school with and that's on Facebook that's saying it's a conspiracy? That guy hasn't done a lot of research? 
Oh my God. And like most of the people that I know that are into it, there's not a degree in the bunch. No. Right? Like it's there's not even a Nate diploma. No, there's not even <laughs> fucking a Grant McEwen certificate. There's barely high, high school diplomas in that bunch. Yeah, there's maybe a little bit of remedial training in a GED. So, so you can sort of see that it's like, you know, like when you see who is a conspiracy theorist generally and their background educationally, you can see that it is sort of a reaction to like this idea that like they feel inadequate intellectually and they feel inadequate educationally and, and academically. Or, so they, this is sort of a reaction to that. Like, you know, you guys all think you're smarter than me. Actually, I'm smarter than you. Yeah, because, it is, it is yeah. really scary because all the people that really, that I've noticed, they're just not like, they're not all with it. They're either extremely mentally ill or they're just literally stupid. But it, I mean, I do find some, I do think it's funny when homeless people just like walk into somewhere without a mask and they're just like trying to get some, like, I mean, and then watching people react because they want to be like, oh my God, this is somebody who needs help, but put a fucking mask on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please put a mask on. <laughs> Don't. Kind of funny. But one of every two of them have come in and they're like coughing and, and I'm just like, all right, you can't be here. <laughs> I literally had to like sanitize a whole corner of the coffee shop because this guy came in and was spreading his stuff out. Like somebody oh bought him a coffee. He was sleeping out front and I just ignored it. And then he, uh, somebody bought him a coffee and, and a croissant or something. And then he said, oh, well, I, I'm a customer now. <laughs> so he came in oh. and started unpacking all of his stuff, coughing, his mask was on his chin. He had a mask. It was on his chin. Oh my God. Very That's mentally the ill. There was something wrong with him. And I was trying so hard to be nice and compassionate. But then at some point I'm just like, I am not getting COVID from you for working a minimum yeah. wage job at a coffee shop. I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting COVID. Yeah. Pathogens don't care where you live. Right. I mean, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's coming into you, whether he has a home or not. <laughs> <laughs> They don't, I, I had a funny story. There was this lady at the bank um, and my, my dad was there and I was just in the meeting because my dad's blind and old. And um, the lady at the bank was telling me like, you know, they have a limit on the number of people that can be in the bank. So sometimes they have to sort of like monitor who's there and how many people are at the tellers and how many are the ATMs. And, uh, and then they have to lock the door if it's over like 15 or something. So she was going to lock the door and then this lady came in without a mask on who was like 85 years old and she comes in and she starts like, she just, she, she just starts coughing and like lines up and is like really wheezing and coughing without a mask on. Oh my God. And then the late, and then the manager came up to her and said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wear a mask if you're going to be in the building. And then she goes, Oh, I can't wear a mask because I have COVID. Oh <gasps> no. Um, yeah. So she's like, so I'm having trouble breathe. I have trouble breathing. So and she thought that that like. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> she, this she is it, why we're all going to die. You thought it qualified as an exception because, you know, like if you have COPD. Oh, 
my god like because you know if you have asthma or copd you don't have to wear a mask but she thought that it, it extended to the disease itself that you could like have a, an exemption from masks if you had covid because you had difficulty breathing from covid that's hilarious if it wasn't so fucking terrifying but oh, like the best. seriously if people that got covid are like no no no, I, i'm exempt from masks i've got it and this old bitch is a trooper she's 85 she has covid she's having a coughing fit and she's still like i better go and get check out my savings account i gotta see what these i want to see what these withdrawals are about i hope it's not my grandson stealing again every time i see an old woman she's got the mask uh, her nose out of her mask every time yeah just like hey hitler fucking yeah up here i mean even this (laughs) this summer we went to go visit my grandma and uh, you have to be outside. You had to be in the courtyard and you had to be masked and everything. And my grandma would just like sit there with her, without her mask on. And then they'd have a security guy walking around. And my dad would be like, mom, put your mask on. And grandma would be like, God damn, Jesus Christ, uh, I can't breathe at this thing. <laughs> yeah, if my dad gets it, he's going to die of something he can't pronounce because he's like, he calls it covert. Like he can't call it covert. <laughs> he calls it covert 18. I'm like no it's um no it's not a barely it's not barely legal fucking pathogen porn dad it's you know like he calls it covert 18 and i'm like no it's not covert 18 um once you're in the hospital you'll figure that out you know oh my god but he's not, yeah, some people aren't scared of it some old people aren't right because they're like eh, you know maybe they're gonna die soon anyway i guess maybe. that's their thought i don't know to put the fire out you know no i think, I think yeah. it's well, I think, it, yeah, the people that, you know, I mean, my, yeah, I hope my dad doesn't get it, but he, yeah, he's definitely, it's weird because like, I talk to a lot of people who say like, oh, I haven't seen my grandkids or, or whatever in eight months. And I'm like, wow, people are dealing with this like very differently. Like for us, we're around my dad quite a bit. Like we're distanced from him, but we still go visit him. Like, cause it's up, it's his decision. Cause he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, yeah. still come around. I mean, if I get it, I get it, you know? But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And we, some people don't want their kids around anybody that like works anywhere. They're like, oh, I don't want anybody to see my kids. Like, like, really? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting too right now because, because, because we're going into a second lockdown, but it's not like last time where it was just like all of a sudden out of the blue, you're, you're told to stay home. Like, it's like, okay, you guys have a week to get all the shit you want to get done go out and do all the shit before we lock you down. So I, I got a manicure and a pedicure. And then today I went to go get my lips rejuged. <laughs> and it was so funny because like I walked in and it was literally like, there were so many women in there just like, Oh my God, I got to get my wrinkles fixed before oh I go God. into my sweatpants I time. I can't have these Christmas lips. How am I supposed to go on TikTok If I have, if I have any wrinkles on my forehead, like seriously, it's like, we're all getting all like women at least I don't know we're all going and getting our hair done and everything because it everyone says four weeks but it, it's Alberta like who, we're probably gonna be in here until February and you I know some women that are like you know 48 50 and Botoxing it a lot and you're like when you're when you're like a 50 year old woman and you're Botoxed you look weird you look like a cartoon you know what I mean no like, you, you don't know if you, you get real if you get that I have Botox no, but you're not that old yet. Like, you still look just like, oh, she's 38, but she looks, you know, like you look 32, you know? Oh, but when you. Get to 32. A, when you get to a certain age, and you just look, you just look like, you look very, you look strange. 
Yeah. Well, from that's men, from like, doing it too much, though. You look weird. Well, it's also if, like, your neck is still wrinkly, but your face is smooth. Like, that's, like, if you want to get this stuff done, you have to have money or you're going to look bad. That's the thing. Like, it's very, <laughs> it's very, very, ex it's expensive stuff. Like, um, I was talking to the girl who was doing my lips and I asked her if, like, if anybody ever, because it hurts, like, it's like needles in your lips. And I was like, has anybody ever, like, screamed or, like, she's like, I've had people pass out. And then she's like, I had one woman who was, who had this whole plan for filler in her face. She was going to spend thousands of dollars, like filler everywhere. She got one needle in her lip and she's like, nope, can't do this. Nope, not doing it. Well, it's did, like you those... did you see that lady? There's like a viral video of some lady that gets a coat, like a drive-by COVID test on a nasal swab. And she like absolutely loses it. Like she starts. <laughs> yes, I have seen that crazy. one. And I'm like, 95% chance that bitch owns a health food store. Guaranteed <laughs> she owns a health food and supplement store. There's no doubt about it. Because that's the only person that's like going to pretend that a COVID test forced you into some kind of fucking weird convulsion is if you're trying to sell supplements to people instead of getting a vaccine or something. Like, don't get the vaccine. Come and get this fucking herb, this bark from Japan. Like, fuck <laughs> off, you stupid moron. Yeah. that's also like the thing is like when this everyone's like oh i'm gonna wait for the vaccine i'm like no i want to be first round give it to me i want to go to mexico and that's the thing too is like this is where you start to see how information can just be cherry picked right like six people died in the trials four of them had placebo and two of them died while they were taking it but it's also lines up with how many people would die normally. Like if you had, you know, just 30,000 people in the public, six of them would die after six months or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so it's just, but it's being used as like six people die Pfizer trial, six people dead, you know, like it's being used to sort of spread fear of like, you could die if you take this. It's pretty incredible how fast they came up with the vaccine. Cause I remember when this all started, they're like, Oh, we're not going to have a vaccine for three or four years. Cause that's normal. But it's like amazing, like what they can do if they really put their minds to it. Maybe they could, <laughs> maybe they should try curing well, cancer. And they had, they had like a three or four year head start on trying to develop a vaccine for coronaviruses because of previous coronaviruses like H1N1 and stuff. Like, so they were kind of halfway down the road of being able to produce this vaccine before this happened. And then, of course, like, yeah, like it's needed, it's necessary, whoever comes up. And they were, I think they were working together. Like, some of the different groups instead of like, okay, this is just for us and we're going to try to beat all these other people. Like they were actually sharing information to try to be able to get multiple ones done, but who knows? Yeah. Like I'll probably, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I get, get the flu with. shot. Yeah. Get it done. Get it in you. Get it in me. <laughs> you're not, I mean, shove shove you're that needle inside of me. You're not getting pregnant anytime soon, you know? Oh my God. No, I won't allow that. Uh, I don't want, I like, I like, this is the thing is like going into a lockdown again, I'm starting to see my friends with kids panic and I'm just like, yay, time with the puppies. And I'm going to, I'm going to start intermittent fasting again. And I'm going to get on my treadmill and I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And <laughs> all my friends are like, I'm getting drunk every night when my this kids go to bed. People overblow, people overblow parenting too. They're, you know, it's overblown yeah. in terms of like, it's, you know, 
Like, but this has to be the most stressful time to be a parent. Yeah, for sure. Because your kids in are, all of this. Your kids are going nowhere, right? Yeah. So like instead of like, oh, you're going to so and so's house, or you go, it's like they're going nowhere. And they're and whiny. Then, <laughs> and, then, and then how do you keep how do you keep them off their devices, right? How do you not have how do you not allow them to be on an iPhone or Xbox all day? Oh, if yeah. I was a parent, I'd just be like, I'd sit them in front of a screen and let them become little mush vegetables in their brain because I'm like, I I can't think of enough crafts. <laughs> I can't think of enough crafts to do with you kids. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I'll play, I'll, I, I have the, I have like no attention span at all. So I can't play cards, you know, like I can, I can maybe play a game and I'm dumb. So like, I can play, like <laughs> I can play go fish, double, double trouble. Um, that's it. Like I can connect four, but I usually like just do three, you know, like I, I can't chat, forget chess. Like I can't do anything. Checker. I don't even play checkers. Four, or like, I usually just do three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connect three. You know, I'm, I got shit to do. I can't be fucking sitting here connecting four all day. <laughs> I don't have the so, attention span to connect four. I just connect three. And then I play chess with two fucking pawns. That's it. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah. I mean, the kids are just stuck. They're just stuck at home doing absolutely yeah. fuck all, you know? So yeah, it is, it will, but the reason that this is going to be shittier for everybody is because this is wintertime lockdown, which is way different than summer lockdown. You oh know, yeah. April, May, June lockdown. You can get out of the house, do some stuff like, you know, this is like planet Hoth dark at 5 PM. Lockdown. <laughs> planet Hoth. But this is what people need. They need to be stuck inside so they don't go out. They need to be forced to be inside. Yeah, and this is, you know, well, I mean, have you had any close calls? Like, I've been in close contact with a couple people. I haven't been around hey. anybody physically that has had it. I know people that have had it, but I've never, I have not been around anybody that had it. And I've had three tests, and they were all different. Like, one was a deep nasal. Like, deep the nasal, nasal one goes into your lungs. Deep space nasal? Yeah, I got the deep space nasal one. That was the first one. And then the next one was um, just like uh, a throat one, just a little bit down your throat. Okay. And then the next one was like a nasal massage for 15, oh. seconds, for 15 seconds in each nostril. Which one? Each? Yeah, it was really Which one weird. was your favorite? Um... I think just the one that probably didn't even work because it was so dumb. It was just the throat one. Like a lady in Edmonton just like put a swab down my throat, like not even that far. And just like, okay, we're done. You should have like, been like, oh, you can go deeper. Oh, you can go way deeper. <laughs> I, I can handle it. it. <laughs> I can take it. I can take that full swab. Oh, I've only had it. one test and I, <laughs> I've only had a deep space, uh, deep space nasal one. Oh really? That's I've only had one, yeah. Well, but I and the scary part is I got a, a like two days later I got like a text alert on my phone and it was like um, AHS urgent. Oh no! And I was like oh my god! <laughs> I'm and dying. Click, and then I click on it and it's negative and I'm like you don't have to do urgent. <laughs> if it's negative, just say message from AHS, Sean. Read it when you have time. You know. You're okay. <laughs> but they put urgent urgent look you're negative how's that urgent there's nothing urgent about it nothing's even happening how's that urgent 
it just made me mad. <laughs> I, I'm very, like, I, if I got COVID, it'd be really bad because Adam wouldn't be able to be around me. I would just be, like, stuck in my, maybe it'd be fun. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun to get it. I've seen too many people talking about it and talking about, like, how awful it is and how, how sick you well, get. And I mean, ugh. that, that uh, you know, I mean, I know that most people recover, but you know the um even if you look at that funny fest thing it's a show at you know weasel weasel head pub or some shit right and eight people got it three of them were hospitalized yeah of the eight right so it's like eight people i think like i've heard more stuff about how there's four strains and there's one that's like not good and the other three are kind of mild or i don't know how accurate that information is but yeah, like a super spreader comedy event where three people are hospitalized, you know, that's kind of, that's like, okay, I guess I really don't want to get that. No, you don't really want to get it. Like, it's not like something that it's, a, and I don't know. So, well, it's like the chicken pox. You get it once, you can't get it again. I'm like, who knows? Nobody knows that. Well, and, Stu, and the funny thing is the only press Stu can get, he has to be like laying on his stomach, uh, lifting a ventilator up <laughs> saying a hundred free ticket. Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Hey everybody, come to the Funny Fest, uh, 10,000 laughs, um, 400 comedians. Anyways, I can only take this thing off for 10 seconds, move, and then back up. 100 free tickets for anybody that saves my life. So that's, the pre- that's the press that he's able to generate, is he has to be fucking on death's door with COVID to get... And they were actually using Funny Fest promo. Like, the guy was reading, like, off a script in the, in the global clip. Yeah. And he's saying things like, um, you know, not as many comedians, but just as many laughs. This year at Funny Fest, it was like doing a promo for this. You heard like, that part and I laughed a little. Laying in an ICU, you know? Oh my God. It's it's such a buzz. Did anything happen to you non-COVID related at all recently? I don't know if anything really has, like, yeah, I've been just kind of lazing around. Yeah. You know? Like I, I do, like I walk every day and stuff, but I don't know. Like I just, I was on a plane, like I did, I flew, you know what happened is I was flying to to Toronto and I like wore my CPAP on the plane. You and wore it, was it was on fantastic. the plane? Yeah. Like so, oh, so you wouldn't there. snore around people? Yeah. And I slept the whole time. That's it amazing. The, it was the best thing that's ever happened. I just had my little hose and like had two masks on, like my normal mask and then that mask over. So I'm sure people were like, is that guy fucking an idiot? Like, (laughs) You should have been like, guys, sorry, I have COVID. I'm just trying to keep it in. They probably like, actually, to be honest with you, this whole COVID thing has made me think like maybe germophobia is, is not real because Trump was a germaphobe theoretically, apparently. And then suddenly didn't give a shit about it. Stu Hughes, um, the funny fest organizer, noted germaphobe for like 15 years and then suddenly there's a pandemic and he doesn't give a shit doesn't wear a mask like yeah so i'm starting to think like nobody's actually a germaphobe it's just people that were fucking pretending until 2020 yeah what's that i'm not a, i'm not a germaphobe i don't know i don't i i don't I have nothing else. There's nothing to do right now. <laughs> like yeah. I just go to work. Nobody comes in. I literally sit around all day and my coffee shop job. I'm like, are we closing? And she's like, well, they kind of, they want us to stay open. I'm like, for what? 
And she's like, for curbside pickup. Really? I'm like, curbside pickup? Do you know how many curbside pickups we get a day? Like four. <laughs> Nobody needs... Open for that shit? That's insane. I don't know. I'm finding out tomorrow if they're closing. And then the restaurant is going to take out and delivery only. Um, and I'm on call in case it gets busy. But like, oh. I don't know. Thank God Adam has a job that is actually good or we'd be so fucked right now. Yeah, well, he and he's up there still, right? Yeah, he's up there until Tuesday. He comes back, so I go to Calgary on on Monday and pick him up. And then uh, he comes home for Christmas, and then he leaves on the 28th for a month. There was a guy on his plane that had COVID. He wasn't showing any symptoms. So, so he says. Yeah, so he says. But, like, everyone got temperature checked on the way on the plane. Fucking mouthful of hauls. Just a bunch of fishermen's friends. Got just 18 hulls in his mouth so he doesn't <laughs> talk until he gets there. <laughs> but he's like, so everybody gets tested when they get there? Because it's like, can you imagine if like a, an outbreak happened at a camp in the middle of nowhere? You know, like, so they have like a whole bunch of like, I don't know what it looks like, but I guess there's like a bunch of like, look like portables, I guess maybe. And there's like tons of like rooms in there. So they have like a quarantine area. Where they and if you have it and you go up there, you have to stay up there for two weeks, and they only fly in twice a month, in and out. So you're literally up there for two months or a month and a half. Wow! If you get COVID, how's he liking it so far? He likes it. He's just uh, he's hold on. I just got low battery mode. Why is it low battery? I have my thing plugged in. I hope I don't die. You better not fucking die. Not from COVID, from <laughs> battery loss. Oh, I didn't plug it in. <laughs> you didn't? Hold my on. Favorite, oh, one of my favorite some... things, um, one of my favorite things on Facebook is when I'm noticing it more lately is people that think that they're being like, um, they can't tell the truth, you know, like trying to tell the truth about things, you know, like mostly conspiracy guys, like, yeah, I'm trying to tell the truth, but fucking Zuckerberg, like he's scared of my truth. And it's like, do you honestly think that any of your posts have ever been disseminated by anybody who made more than minimum wage? Like, are you insane? Every person who's ever read your post and like blocked it or taken it down or edited it or whatever, they were in a high tech sweatshop in fucking Bangladesh making whatever the minimum wage is there. And they got an alert and they fucking read your stupid fucking COVID post and looked at their list of English words that can't be on there and then <laughs> ban. And then, you know, the person will put a picture of Zuckerberg with like, you know, Satan horns. And it's like, oh dude, it's nobody's reading your shit. It's somebody that makes fucking 16 cents an hour and saw a word that was flagged and just took it down. Like it's got nothing to do with Z the elites trying to fucking take you down. They don't give a shit about you. I don't I, I like social media is so awful. Like I kind of got, I kind of got back into TikTok because I got sucked in. I like just started watching it one night and it's like, it's so awful. Like it's such a crazy app. Like it's like everybody on there thinks that they're a celebrity. If they have like a, like there are people that have like hundreds of thousands of followers that are just like regular people. But then they're like, I was listening to this one guy go, yeah, I'm going to have a meet and greet. I'm like, you're going to have a meet and greet. You're just a dude that dances on TikTok and people, you're going to have a meet and greet. Like these, these people think they're celebrities. They like, I get, I'm addicted to going into their lives 
and just like asking weird questions and they like take everything so seriously. And I'm like, this is crazy. And I can't get any traction on there. I don't know. Well, I know what I did. <laughs> what did you do? Well, when I first got the TikTok, um, the TikTok, that makes me sound very old. <laughs> <laughs> when I first got the oh, TikTok. I first got rickets. I, uh, there was a, there was like a challenge where you're supposed to like walk in on your partner and have the camera on them. And like, you're supposed to be naked and you're supposed to get their reaction. And, uh, on Easter Sunday, I got really drunk and I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I did it, but I forgot that there was a mirror at the end of my hallway. And so I'm like walking down the hallway <laughs> and I posted it cause I was like blackout drunk. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then i was very naked and then, and then you, uh, you lost six only fan subscribers overnight <laughs> yeah they're like oh my <laughs> god that's apparently what she really gotta, looks like apparently you just gotta follow this bitch on tiktok you don't have to pay for it <laughs> oh my god that was uh but yeah so i posted that and then i was drunk and i guess i found out that they took it down so then i started ranting on i have like I had videos of like me like I can't show my nipples I see men's nipples everywhere but I can't show it was so I think I got something called shadow ban which I looked up and it means <laughs> the TikTok and so you make everything on the internet sound like a disease I got the TikTok and uh, something called a shadow ban washed over my head <laughs> yeah I, I didn't get the coronavirus but I got the shadow ban uh, some kind of some type of shadow ban the radiologist said it was called shadow ban which is really hard for a narcissist like me because I want attention. Um, but that's the other thing too. Shadows. There's a lot of talk on there about like dealing with narcissists and dealing with gaslighting. And every time I see people talking about that, I'm like, you're literally on TikTok. You are a narcissist. Nobody's, nobody's on that app posting and is not completely narcissistic. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's crazy that these people don't see well, you do it under the guise of self-help. So it just looks like you're an altruistic person who's trying to help other people. Like, hey, everybody, I did it. So can you. Here's how I did it. Like, I'm just trying to help people. And it's like, yeah. no, you're showing me your big house and your fancy, you know what I mean? Like, this is all under the guise of self-help, but it's like, look at me, bitch. I can do yeah. it. You probably can't. Like when somebody says, I can do it. If I can do it, anybody can. What they're really saying is, I did it. Good luck, fuck face. <laughs> Cause I don't think you've got the fucking stones to pull off what I did. And then they flex, you know, there's also body positivity wars on there. Oh and it's God. like, Oh, it's like fights gross. between it's fights between big girls. And like, so there's one challenge where you're supposed to be like, Oh, look how fat I am or something. And it's like all these skinny girls are doing it. And like, and then now the big girls are like, that's not your challenge. That's our challenge. And I'm like, Oh my God, you guys all sound like idiots. Like you all sound like idiots. Uh, I wish every skinny chick got fat and every fat chick was bulimic. You know what I mean? Like, I just wish they just, <laughs> just do a Freaky Friday, right? Yeah, do a Freaky Friday. We should do yeah. a movie about that where a fat chick thinks she's like, oh, I don't look very good. Like, it's weird because why isn't is that it, shallow? How? Why is it like skinny girls are like I'm fat and fat girls are like I'm skinny? You know, like it's a weird thing that happens to female brains. They're like I'm big and beautiful. I'm skinny and fat and gross, and I gotta keep puking. No, you don't. You're, you're fine. I don't. Do you know how many guys with it? Like, I think I had sort of like. Well, there's a, a male body positivity movement on there as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like well, there's lots of them. 
Sean, I, I don't recommend going on TikTok because you will, the cringe factor alone, just watching all the videos is what, is what has got me. Like, I don't watch it to be entertained. I watch it to be like, oh, this, oh, this person. Oh, well, God. Is there, is there, is there what I've, is there what I've predicted since the beginning of our podcast? Like there's some kind of small penis body positivity movement that's going to start where a guy's like, I have a small penis. Here it is. And it's, I should fucking, look it up. And it's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> And then a bunch of girls are like, yeah, I love your tiny dick. It's so cute. I'm a, yeah, I'm tiny penis positive. Yeah, I wouldn't mind sucking on that little baby's thumb. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not tiny penis, penis positive. No. You're not penis positive at all. I'm not penis positive at all. No, quite, no. I mean, I love negative. penises, but I don't like treating them with respect. <laughs> no. That is one of the weird things is that like your penis doesn't get bigger if you eat more because there'd be way more fat guys if that happened. <laughs> it gets smaller. Um, no, it, it does. does yeah, because your you body, yeah, your body grows and your penis and then it gets like smaller. Bigger. Yeah, it looks it looks smaller. You know, yeah, like it's still bigger inside, but you got a big fat pouch around it. Yeah, but you don't gain a lot of dick from losing weight though. No, yeah. like you could go from like four hundred pounds to skinny and. You don't get a huge giant cock. No, if you're four inches, now you're four and one sixteenth inches. (laughs) You're not, you're not going from, you know, like you're not going from, Hmm, I guess I'll watch TV to squirting. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) there's like a micro penis like movement. Is there really? I bet you there is. There's gotta be like, there's gotta be micro penis pride. (laughs) There's gotta be, there's gotta be like, just so that they feel better about themselves. Yeah, micro pride. I guess so. Yeah, micro penis pride. But I mean, there's something for everybody out there. I mean, some ladies don't want a giant penis. Some ladies like to point and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine some of them are like, I don't really want to fuck. Like, mostly like kind of like borderline asexual women. Yeah. Like, I don't really like fucking. And if I'm going to take one, it might as well be like a little guy. Might as well, yeah. be, a, might as well be a big pencil. I need to, you know, let's get this over with. A big pencil. Do you want to know the weirdest penis I ever saw? What's that? It was like, <laughs> I, I like the way this happens because like we get, we get Jim's reactions. Sometimes he looks completely bored. Like he's not paying attention at all, but sometimes he's giggling. Um, well, I, like, I like Jim in studio better because then you know if it's like, if the podcast is going good, but on this, it's like, I don't know if this is, this is just me and Kathleen opening our fucking diaries. <laughs> what was the weirdest penis you ever saw? The weirdest penis I ever saw was like this, this bit long, mm-hmm. but like, like, like this thick. That's not real. It was. First, first of all, that was a triangle. No, I, well, I can't. It was like this. It was a vagina. No, it was just a big clit. Turned out it was a woman. Uh, <laughs> it was like this. That's it was weird. like short and very thick, like a uh, like a soup can kind of. Was like it enjoyable? Little... No, was it... I couldn't do anything with it. No, it couldn't go in. Well, no, because it was like so weird. Like it was too short <laughs> to do anything. Like I, I mean, I'm a girth fan, but you have to have a little bit of length. You can't just be. All girth, no length. Yeah, you can't be all, you can't just be a stubby stump. 
No, it was the weird. I didn't even know that penises like that existed. And you uh, see it a lot in pornography. But I've never seen a little short, stumpy dick like that. And I'm no. not over exaggerating. It was like really, really, like thick. Did you say anything in the moment, or did you just go, "Oh, hey"? <laughs> yeah, I went, "Oh, very nice." <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> like, did you say anything like that's weird or no? That's weird. No, so you're just you like, don't all say right. that. Well, no, you we'll just. Try. I guess we'll give it a try. You just pretend you're having a good time and you go home. <laughs> it's funny because yeah, women don't know. It's very much for girls. It's very much like, oh my god, I have a flat tire. Does this yeah. car have a spare? And then <laughs> you go and open it up, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sakes, look at this tiny fucking wheel. <laughs> I want to know what a weird vagina looks like. Um, yeah, what does a weird one look like? Like, I don't know. Jim, have you ever seen a weird vagina? I mean, I she asks Jim because she. <laughs> well, John, you both. You've been just forever. Vaginas. Like a lot I don't know. I don't know if almost. anyone has listened to this podcast for a while, but you're the one that's always like, I don't do that. I don't. I don't look at. Vaginas. I don't know what's going on with girls down the down <laughs> in their drainage area, down in their ditch. Drainage <laughs> area. Down in their little fucking culvert. <laughs> I don't I didn't even know they had two holes. Um Yeah, I don't know if there's any there's got to be well has Jim seen any weird ones? That's a good yeah. that's a good question. I mean, well, I, like maybe just like a oh, there's, there's like a lot of skin or something. Yeah. Like a, like one of the ones that looks like <laughs> Yeah, like, like a roast beef sandwich from the side. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, like that weird frilly the frilliness out like if you if you like if you if you were making a music video and you like put a fan on it and then dance it would just be like like it would just kind of like look really you know fucking strange <laughs> you know like one of those things you see at a car dealership the thing that goes, <laughs> your pussy just kind of like has two hands that go up blowing in the wind yeah. wacky waving inflatable arm guy yeah. yeah, wacky waving inflatable vagina. Yeah, maybe that's it. I think I always thought it was there for protection, you know? <laughs> what was there? The frills? The, the frillers. Yeah, the wacky hands. <laughs> Just in case. I did see a stripper once and she had a weird, one of those weird, like, barfy vaginas. It was just like, Barfy. <laughs> I heard somebody describe it as, like, chewed gum. Oh, is there is there a thing is there a thing girls can, <laughs> is there a thing girls can do like to plump it up like they do with their lips? Um, I don't. I'm sure there's some sort of thing. I'm sure strippers talk about it. Oh, you can get Botox for your puss. Just <laughs> what do you guys want? Like a you would guys rather have a plump vagina or one of those little? It like, should happy... look like a Muppet's mouth sideways. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's a good vagina. Yeah, those are no thrills. <laughs> frills or no frills yeah exactly frills or no frills yeah you gotta go superstore yeah because yeah, i always said somebody said know. mine was like a saloon door <laughs> <laughs> yeah because there's always trouble in there <laughs> bring your six shooter she loves girth and a little length <laughs> 
just two cowboys in there and a tumbleweed flows <laughs> through and they shoot each other. <laughs> you know what I thought about the other day? Um, and I wasn't even high when I thought of this. I was like, I'm going to become a ventriloquist that wears a mask. Oh, that is a good idea. You wear the mask. Does the dummy yeah. wear the mask? No, no, no. The dummy can talk. The dummy is an anti-masker. I would do it a weird way where I would make the dummy wear a mask and then I would be like, oh, so then <laughs> people would just really focus on my mouth. That's how ventriloquist, that's how you know a ventriloquist is good. When the dummy's mouth is masked and his isn't. And so you can't focus on the dummy's mouth. You just look at his lips all pursed up like, well, when are we going to the, when are we going to the store? <laughs> it's clearly coming out of his mouth. How do you get good at ventriloquism? Like, how do you fucking train that? How do you build that skill? It's just like talking it like from the back of your throat. Try it right now without moving your mouth. Say, I, I don't know. Well, you froze right now, so it Can worked. You do it? You're, Is that you my internet that's bad so or yours? It actually looked like you were doing it really well because all I could hear, I could only hear you, but your face yeah. wasn't moving. So that's another. That's another. Yeah, because sometimes. Be a Zoom ventriloquist and just have it freeze whenever Zoom you're talking. <laughs> yeah, Zoom com- like thinking, thinking Zoom comedy is hard is what makes us look really old, I think. You know, I think younger people are like, who cares? You're sitting, talk, do your thing, you know? No, I think it's like comics that aren't used to hearing laughter that are loving Zoom. Yeah, yeah they just get, flip it into actor. If you don't get a ton of laughs, like it's not going to be hard to go through your set without hearing laughter so- yeah, i did a show i did a show in like i was only in la for like maybe two weeks in my life but i did this these two shows that were from some fucking it was at the ice house or something and uh nobody like there was a sh- two shows and no one was there like it was being filmed for this thing called comedy time or something which i don't know why i ever did it was that that um, steve hofstetter thing Maybe, I don't know, but it was like, so it was being filmed and there was me and seven other people and literally no one was in the crowd. There was no one. And I was like, okay, I guess we're not doing this. And they're like, oh no, this is how we do it. Like we're taping oh my it. And God, no this is how they do it? They never have a crowd? Oh, usually nobody comes. Like we do these comedy, not, we do these comedy time tapings like once a month and usually nobody comes. And then, so I, I'm up there and like, you know, I'm like, this is insane. Like, I'm talking about how stupid it is. Like, what are we doing here? And then that was the other thing. They're like, okay, um, do your set, do your seven minutes, and then do a jokey joke. And I'm like, do a jokey joke. And they're like, yeah, here, here's a list of jokey jokes. Like, they wanted you to tell a street joke. Oh, my God. And then, you know, and then I'm like, no, because I guarantee you, you're just going to use the street joke. Like, I'll do my seven minute set and then I'll tell a street joke and then you'll throw that on the internet. Here's this guy. Yeah, that'll be on tape. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But then the, but the other seven that were on the show went up and just did like full, like they were on fucking Conan. Like it was like, they just did their full set with like, you know, they would pretend the crowd was laughing and that they were like engaging a laughing crowd. And then they would start laughing at theoretical laughter that wasn't happening. And that's LA comics. I was like, holy shit. Like I'm in the wrong but those are those are comics that are actually actors more than they are comics. Well, and some of them were just like comics that were like, this is this is how you do it. Like, yeah. you know, you better get used to being able to throw that down 
and not even care what an audience is doing. It's just got to be so locked in that you can deliver it perfectly every time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, this is insane. No, I, I like, and I, I don't want to ruin my love of comedy by doing it on zoom. Like I don't want to, I think I have to do something around Christmas time on zoom, but I don't know how it's working. So I hope it's not going to be awful, but I just would like, I would start hating stand up. I think if I had to keep doing it on zoom, because it's not the same as being in front of even like doing it in the clubs, half capacity. Like I, the last weekend I did was in Calgary. I headlined yucks the weekend before you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Like both crowds weren't huge, but they were really fun. And, uh, I'm glad that that was my last experience before everything got canceled again, but I would end up hating stand up if I had to do it via zoom. And people, when people go online, they're like, I love, I actually love doing it on zoom. I'm like, sure you do. Yeah. I, it's easier than I thought it would be, but it just like, it has to be like crowd work. It has to be like, you know, if I'm just sitting there and like the other day, my kid said like, that's, you know, that's insane. Like me just sitting there pretending I'm funny. But um, you can, you know, like I would see like seven or eight faces and then just be like, oh, look at Jim, you know, like, what are you doing there, buddy? And then just like talk to that guy. It's like, so it's, it's almost like a corporate where like, as long as these people know each other, it's yeah. not that bad because you can just like pick a guy out and be like, hey, Doug, how long have you been bald? Or like, you know, do whatever. <laughs> um, and they'll, and, the, and everybody's like, <laughs> Doug is bald. <laughs> And it's and it's been quite some time that he has been. Because I, I think I'd said to him like, "How long have you been bald?" And he's like, oh, "I'm not telling you." And I'm like, "Because it looks like a long time. It really does. You look like you've been you you're a long you've been long bald. Long you know? bald. Like you've been a you're a long balder. I was like, he's got you've been bald since you were seven. Look at that fucking head. So as long <laughs> as you can do like crowd work." So I, I would do like self-deprecating, you know, like I'm an idiot and look at how fat and gross I am and who would fuck this. And then I go and look at this bald fucking loser, you know, so you make fun of yourself physically and then you cut down the second ugliest guy there. But do you do any material? Um, a little bit like you splice in like Doug reminds me of my mom. Here's a yeah. joke. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like there was one that I did where, like I said, there was like a text thread yeah. where they where some people were saying like let me know when this guy's done he sucks oh. um and i was like what am i doing here this is yeah. the worst and they were like you need to is, is are you close are you how, are you really far from your router like so that was the very first one i did and i was like i'll never do this again and then i did another one and i'm like oh it's actually not that bad like you just i mean i guess work. that's like bad gigs right like one you'll get one that's awful and then you'll get some that are just like oh this is okay and then you'll get one that's like oh that was actually fun and you kind of need to like okay normally I would have to drive to Grand Prairie to do a show like this and now I'm doing it in my house so maybe I need to dedicate like 10 minutes to finding out a little bit more information about this company you know (laughs) well that is like the total like that when I see comments saying that kind of stuff I'm like yeah that makes sense like you're I don't have to drive six hours to do this corporate sit alone in my hotel room after and then go home. I can just like sit in my basement for half an hour, do it. And then I'm back with my family. Like that's like, that's the cool thing about all this, but I still like, it still just feels so fucking weird. The best is that Jeffrey Tubin. Did we talk about that? He got caught jerking off on zoom. What? 
Yeah, he was like a CNN legal analyst and had been for like 35 years. He was like their head legal analyst. He was on, he was on tons. And he was like doing a Zoom meeting for the New Yorker magazine or something because he's one of the writers. And I guess it was like you where there was a mirror or something. So like he was on... He a was mirror? Like, well, um, you know how like you said you were on TikTok and there was a mirror that you weren't aware of and it showed you naked. Oh, okay. okay. So he was on his laptop like oh. in a Zoom meeting with a bunch of journalists. And, and he was jerking off during the meeting while he was and talking? There was like, there was like a a mirror over here and they could see a reflection of him like jerking off in the meeting. <laughs> Who does that? Jeffrey Tubin. I Well, I know and like it, you always see that people are like, oh like I'll wear like a, a professional five percent of, of all men. I would say it's the number's gotta be about five percent of all men have masturbated during a Zoom meeting with a female for a business like you know, they were wearing a tie and a suit and they were talking about, you know, third quarter numbers and they were jerking off while they were doing that. Five percent. Where's the weirdest place that you've masturbated? Me? No, I'm not in the five percent. <laughs> no, but where is the weirdest place that you've weirdest masturbated? Place that I have. Um driving, I guess. Me too. Yeah, I was I mean, going to say gotta do driving. It driving once in a while, once in a while, once in your life, you should do once it while you're a, driving. You should. Everybody should masturbate at least once while they're driving. Usually on a highway, right? Make sure you're going 120. <laughs> I, you know, which one I liked, I did it, can't on, do a, it on a school zone. Cause then, you know, no. that's in, or parked. You can't be parked or no. in a school zone. That's creepy. I did it on a, like a, like, uh, not like a big highway, like on a one, one way, right? Like there's, you're on one lane and then the traffic coming is right there. It was a rush. <laughs> All these people driving by, I'm like, they don't know what I'm doing. But I don't I know, know why I did it. I don't know why I did it. I was just like, I wonder if I can. And I did. And I was able to. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can. Hey, you know There's what? Lots of people. I normally drive with one hand. Did you I use bet you lots of people have masturbated while driving. I'm sure, yeah. It's got to be like Jim. Has Jim? He can just... Yeah, Jim, have you? I've never tried that. Never you should. Tried like, come on. That's insane. I've never, I've never thought like, oh, I'm on the road. May as well crank one out. Like, <laughs> what, would, what would happen with the, the, you know, the explosion? It would just go on your steering wheel? That's or like, for, yeah, for well, guys. You've got, like, I mean, you've yeah. got a floor mat, right? I mean, <laughs> quickly clean exit the with the other hand is- and switch to the... No, you just you just ejaculate onto the floor mat and then go to a car wash and and put it up on those pegs and wash it off. The worst part is that oh, Sean man. rents a imagine, lot of cars. Imagine putting them up on the pegs and someone else sees that and they're like, "Did you spill yogurt?" Yes. Oh no! I, I was eating yogurt while I was driving and it got everywhere. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, mine mine would look like I spilled fucking you know like I stopped too fast and spilled like a tiny bit of water. <laughs> One time I used a hot tub jet. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a Japanese tourist. Yes. <laughs> no, the only reason I say that is because we, um, that was that used to be an epidemic at my local pool. Yeah. There was a hot tub and like we had these like Japanese exchange students that and everybody knew they did it because they would make like a ring around all the fucking jets. Like together? Yeah. They would do it as a group? 
Well, it's just like clear what they were all doing because, you know, usually what happens is somebody will pretend that they're monitoring something in another part of the pool. That's how usually the system of masturbating using a hot tub jet works is you sit facing it, but you make it look like you're trying to watch for a child in the wave pool. Yeah. But these guys, some of them were like facing the jet and facing like a fucking, you know, like just a wall. And you're like, what does that guy think he's getting away with? Like facing the jet, looking at a wall, you know? Can guys use those? I guess it. I guess Should the jet. Be. I guess the jet would be powerful. I don't know. I only. I've only ever done it once. I'm sure it's not sanitary. No, it's not. Definitely not. <laughs> Especially <laughs> in a hotel hot tub. <laughs> so you did it. You did. You did it all the way through. Like you did. You got. Yep, I did it. And then you yeah, got I out did of the hot tub. Did you get I out of the hot tub? I was determined. I was determined. Were there other people in the hot tub? I was with a guy that I met on Tinder while I was on tour, and he dared me to do it. <laughs> he dared you to do it? Yeah, and I I took the dare, and I did it. Wow. <laughs> Caught me dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's why guys couldn't do it on a Tinder date, because we'd be like, okay, uh, it was nice meeting you, and then, like, shake their hand and leave the pool and fucking go to the subway and go to sleep, you know? We wouldn't, we, the Tinder date would be over if we took that challenge. Well, no, if she dared you. You'd be like, yeah, okay. And then as soon as you finish, you're like, ah, okay. That's oh, you're too tired from being in the hot tub? <laughs> like, all right, I guess I don't need her anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go home and make a rump roast. <laughs> we had the weirdest Tinder date. We were in a hot tub and I dared him to use the jet. And then three minutes later, he convulsed for a second and left <laughs> and then left just leaves her there in the fucking hot tub filled with his semen i don't know about filled with but yeah <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you were in a hot tub and you found out it was actually 100 percent semen oh my god <laughs> you would not get in that hot tub you would feel it before someone told you you wouldn't just sit in the hot tub and be like you know you're tub of cum and you'd be like what you know cum does not feel like water <laughs> it doesn't oh. look like water yeah, but you don't you've, n- you've never tried like to you've either. never tried to walk through it <laughs> you don't really you know how come yeah, you never like tried to swim maybe it is like water <laughs> Who are you? how much are you coming <laughs> <laughs> No, this podcast be good. It's mostly coronavirus and cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all we talk about. That's it. That's all we talk about. I'm I did sure buy a lottery did. ticket too. Oh yeah. Oh. Because you, we I can't. About that. We can't. Uh, we can't not have a lottery ticket. No, we should our, have a lottery ticket. Our number one fan, Dick, was like, "When are you guys gonna do more podcasts?" And I'm like. Well, um, when I can pay for the Zoom account, and I finally paid for it. I like the fact that he's the only person that asked. Just like one dude was like, "When are you guys <laughs> gonna do another podcast?" Everybody else is like, "Yeah, I mean, fuck it. it's it's about time they took a breather." You don't really need to keep going. We talk about his common COVID. It's gross. This is what people want. What do you think? If like, do you? There's no actual fans of the podcast. There's just people that accidentally tune in. It's not like we're fucking Sam Harris. If we started a Patreon account and said, hey, everybody, you can we only have get a Patreon account. You... <laughs> no, but if we did like, 
okay, you can only get this via Patreon. That's where you find out exactly where the fuck you stand with the general public. Oh, we should try that for what, like a month. No, we shouldn't. Oh. Because <laughs> you know how many fucking, you know how demoralizing that would be? It'd be like when you get a terminal illness and then nine months later, your GoFundMe has only raised $114. That's, what it, that's exactly what it would feel like. But how much are you asking in your GoFundMe? You get pancreatic cancer and you're like, oh, well, at least my GoFundMe will be through the roof. And it's like, no, a guy you helped move seven fucking times donated $14. (laughs) And that's what it would be like for us, that feeling of like opening a Patreon account and saying you can only get this content if you pay for it. We would have like maybe three people. (laughs) And they'd be like, oh, I thought this was her OnlyFans. So it's better to just leave it out available to anybody and then pretend that a whole bunch of people would listen to it, you know? Why don't we put our podcast on OnlyFans? Oh, see that? Now you're thinking. Yeah, and then <laughs> you got to post topless pictures, Sean. Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure that, that that's what the subscribers would be looking for. Imagine how fucking crazy those people would be that wanted to see that from me. Think about I don't how know. Emo- I think that like I think have I ever told you about my business unstable. idea? What's that? Have I ever told you about my business idea? What is your business idea? I want to start like um, a stripping agency called Average Joe's Strippers and just oh, yeah, hire that, yeah. regular dudes. Because anytime I've ever gone to the strippers, like it's gross. Like I don't. But I've been once where there was like a guy that was like a bigger dude, but he was hilarious, and I'm like, this is the most fun. And I think that women would rather like have a great time with a dad bod with a personality than some like big dumb like muscle monkey i think yeah i mean if you had like a you know like a 12 inch penis and you were like a stripper then wouldn't you just take that off and stand there yeah that's all you'd have to do i don't have to dance look but strippers with giant boobs still have to dance not as well (laughs) let's be honest they don't have to dance as well that's a very valid like, point. They can just kind of touch the pole and twirl. They don't have to fucking climb it and get upside down. <laughs> I think that guy strippers should have to pole dance. That would look fucking bizarre. You'd think that male stripping doesn't already look fucking bizarre? Like, they never literally skip I, around the stage. It it's not like Magic Mike. It's very rare that you get, like, a Magic Mike grinding down. You get, like, a guy skipping around in his underwear. Is that what they do? Yeah. I've been to strippers twice. I think I talked about it on the last podcast, but I have been to strippers twice and both times I'm like, this is the most ridiculously bad thing. I'd rather go to the lady strippers. I've always avoided them. You know, when guys want to go to lady strippers, I've always been like, I don't, let's go anywhere else. Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Like, what if we're the only people there? That's what always freaks me out. Like, I don't want to be, it's just us and this girl. It was like trapped. And you get extra attention. From what? From who? They From don't. this girl who's being paid to give you attention. Because they're devastated. They're like, fuck. It's just these fucking guys. <laughs> they don't look like they've fucked in their lives. <laughs> or have money. Or have money. Or have money. We did not win. Look at these fucking broke virgins. I'm sure they're going to fucking <laughs> rain down a... Loony hailstorm on me. I'm too scared to like give her money. Like, I don't know. I, I don't really want a poster. Who would I give it to? 
<laughs> Jana used to work. Jana used to work at Office Depot, and uh, strippers used to come in all the time to get their posters and keychains and stuff made. And they'd always pay in loonies and toonies, and she'd they'd just like dump them on the counter, and she'd just be like, "Oh God." Yeah. And then they look at Jana and they're like, careful, these three are still hot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're old Alberta strippers. Like <laughs> molten, molten pennies tossed at them. There's a hotel that we that we're going to be staying at because uh, it's right by the airport. So when I take Adam down to Calgary and one of the rooms they have, it's like $500 a night, but it has like a, a circle bed. And it's got like a stripper pole and a jacuzzi. And I'm like, <laughs> I really want to see this room. Wow. So it's more like bachelorette for, parties. Oh, so you guys doing that for, for Christmas? Like you're doing like a, like going to a hotel for Christmas? Is no, we doing? were, we were talking about it, but we're like, no, let's save our money and like go somewhere real when we can go somewhere. Yeah. Cause we were talking about going to like Canmore or something. Oh, if I find a deal, we might go, but like the place we want to stay is like, for for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to stay two nights, it's like seven hundred dollars. Whoa, that, that's yeah, too much. That's, that's a little much. There's a certain t- amount of money that I can't spend without. Yeah. You know, because I always have that future me in my brain where I'm like, in 2024, when you're driving a fucking cab, you're gonna <laughs> look back on this and be like, remember that night you spent seven hundred and fifty bucks for fucking two nights in some fucking dump with a balcony in Canmore you exactly shit. and then I'll stare at myself in my rear view mirror as I go to the airport to pick up another fucking piece of shit I'll be like you fucking <laughs> stare at myself and call scream coward into the rear view mirror I love how you think that there's still going to be cabs in 2024 oh there will be, there'll no, be, there'll be can't take over. no they're going to be Teslas and you, they, they're going to be self-driving Teslas and you're just going to order it and you're going to get in and go it's happening. It's not, not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in a few years. No, Teslas are already here. The self-driving Teslas are already here. Because I've been looking and I'm like, I really want one. And I was like, it's like, for the one I want, it's like $70,000. I'm never going to get one. But uh, but it self-drives. Is it really? Like fully yes. self-driving Tesla for, wow, that's insane. Yeah. Like I, I rode in a Tesla once. It wasn't a self-driving Tesla, but you could take your hands off the wheel and just kind of relax. You can't like go to sleep or anything, but the new mm-hmm. ones, I think you can actually like go to sleep. Yeah, although you don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> can you imagine just like falling asleep as you're leaving Leduc and then just like coming to an air dream and be like, what the f-? The first thing I want to see is like two self-driving sleep, like two human beings that are sleeping in self-driving cars get into a fender bender. And then they have to get out of their cars and look at each other like, what the fuck was your car doing? What was my car doing? What the fuck was your car doing? You know, like two people arguing about, you know, whose fucking software failed for two seconds. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. It'll be, there's got to be, you know, is there self-driving vehicles now? Like I know there's self-driving yes. cars on the road, but there's self-driving cars. Like, people are driving Tesla's. them in everything. You can order wow. one. You, you you have to put $2,500 down and then get some sort of financing with through them, I guess. I don't know how you do it, but but like they're com- they're out. You can order one today. I can't wait until there's like some Tesla dealership, like an old used self-driving Tesla in the year 2050 <laughs> where you're like, well, she still purrs like a kitten, and, you know, like <laughs> well, doesn't, drive I, her, 
doesn't drive by herself anymore, needs a little help, but uh, she still lives around town, let me tell you something. A used Tesla salesman. In 2050, trying to sell the original self-driving Tesla in 2057, like, old Betty still runs, she does, but, uh, you know, hasn't been self-driving for 20 years, but she still gets around town, she'll get your groceries. See, I've heard that no one's going to own cars anymore. What do you do then? There's just going to be a fleet of Teslas and you order it and you say, I got to go here. It picks you up and drops you off and no one's going to have a, their own car anymore. But what if you love trucks? <laughs> well, then you're fucked, Wayne. And what if you have a pride in ownership? <laughs> no, those, Alberta will be the lowest um, self-driving car province. Oh, absolutely. They, already, like, they hate them here because it, they don't use oil. Well, they're just going to be like, fucking... I'm not letting 5G run my fucking car. <laughs> it's gonna, Bill Gates is gonna send me over a cliff. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's gonna be the lowest, um, the lowest self-driving car province ever. People are like, I like to be in command <laughs> when I'm going to Mundare to pick up sausage. That's oh too my bad. God. Are you allowed to talk about why you're in Toronto? I don't even, I don't know. I don't think I can yet, to be honest have with you. Have you been, like, quarantining there? Like, how long have you been there? Um, I've been, see, the funny thing is now we're making it sound like I've got some big fucking project. <laughs> like, don't like, worry, guys. It's oh, nothing big. John's it's got a big deal. show business secret. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's in Burlington for a child's funeral. He's, he's headlining the Burlington Coat Factory. Actually... I was uh, I was walking today and I saw a young a yuck yucks. There's a there must have been a Burlington there yuck was. At this point was there? Oh yeah. yeah. I saw like a little a little yuck sign. That little sign I saw it, it's like a Starbucks to me. Like when you're a comedian, that's like you know like a normal person seeing a Starbucks three blocks away. I'm like that's a yuck yucks. <laughs> and everybody that was around me was like, what's a yuck yuck? And I'm like, no, it's a yuck yucks. You know, it's 900 meters away, but I can see it. I can fucking feel it. Like I, the know bad la- signal. I, know, I know laughter happened in there not much <laughs> on some nights but i think i was supposed to place. headline that club once and then they were like so it's only so it's down to like one show on the weekend and i'm like i'm gonna stay in toronto an extra like five days to do one show i'm like no <laughs> give it to brian hat there's <laughs> <laughs> <To Brian> <laughs> always somebody that'll take it yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I never did the Burlington Yuck Yucks, but I remember getting in, asked to do one run where they were like, and it wasn't Yuck Yucks, but I was like, we do like a thir- show on Thursday for fun. So why don't you come on by Thursday? And, I, and you know, whenever somebody says for fun, you know yeah. that that means no money at all. Yeah. So you're like, excuse me, what does this for fun mean? Like, oh, yeah, it's not a budgeted show. Like, well, then it's not fun, right? Like, yeah. How can I have fun on a show I'm not getting paid for, you fucking moron? <laughs> where was it? Where was that that television show tape? That what was that show called? With Guy, not I was like Guy Fieri. What's his name? Ben Diet. Do you remember that show? Oh fuck yeah! It might have been Burlington. I might think it was been. taped in Burlington. What was it called? Comedy Club, Comedy Club Fifty Four. Yes. Oh my god! I. Are those on the internet? Because I would oh love my to go. Because there's some. We I think, need to. <laughs> I actually think Tim Coslow did one. Oh my God. 
I'm gonna go watch watch it with Tim Coslow's son. I think, <laughs> yeah, I believe Tim oh, Coslow did almost, it. I don't. Almost every Canadian comedian in the '90s did one for sure. Oh, I mean, it was it was the ultimate. It was the one of the very first sort of Canadian ripoffs that you know. I'm sure of there were improv, right? Um, no, just in terms of like ripping off Canadian artists, oh. because I, I think like you know he owned that material and put it out in perpetuity. Like, you know, he owned all that material and it was played on television, like national television, right? Like, and they probably got like five hundred bucks to do it. And I think I think it paid like two hundred fifty dollars. Oh my so god! Like a thirty minute spot for two hundred and fifty dollars, and then Ben Guyot got to put it on television and owned it oh my god so it was the first time where canadian you know and it was probably you know like hey guess what these motherfuckers are so desperate to be on television that they're willing to do it for nothing yeah and then all you got to tell them is like well it's great exposure you're on tv and then you're going to have a fan base and then you're going to get your dick sucked every tuesday to open mics (laughs) these guys are like in the back hallway like no in your car like you're not fucking bill burr so those guys did it. It's a credit. It's a credit. Fucking, they did it. They were like 250 bucks, eh? And then they went and just, and it was such a bad, like it was all poorly lit and laid oh, out. Oh, it was too. awful. Like, ugh, it was the worst. Yeah, yeah now, people should look I, it up. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to look it up as soon as we're done me talking. Too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm going to go look up Comedy Club. Comedy Club 54, Uncle Jim Cos. <laughs> Jim Cosby. I think we should both do our research and find our favorite set and just, I i mean, they're on YouTube, so they're open, so we should just put it on the podcast. Do your research, Kathleen. I mean... Do it, we should do more research. Do your fucking should, research. I you haven't checked out catch up in a, You should be able to catch up with a scientist in probably three days, I think, if you cram. You should. Oh, my God. That's why, that's, back- why, that's why we're more fucked up now than we were before, because, like, you know, in 1918, during the pandemic, if an epidemiologist said, this is what we should be doing, um, the average person couldn't be like, fuck you and go to a library and like start reading through giant textbooks that are dense language. And like, they would, they would be like, fuck these scientists. And then they would go to the library and read a half a science book and be like, fuck. I guess they know what they're talking about. I guess I'll listen to them. But with the internet, it's like yeah. now somebody can take all this sort of information, make it very easily digestible, and then you can consume enough that you can like nail talking points and you know seven bigger words than the average person does. So you can throw yeah. that into it. And then suddenly you look like, you know, if you had two people on a panel and one was an epidemiologist and one was an anti-masker who had done three weeks worth of internet research, they would kind of like look like equals on television for a three minute spot, you know, and they do. And that's what we see often. We see like like an epidemiologist talking and then somebody else talking. And we assume that they both have some kind of, you know, academic background in this because they both sound like they know what they're talking about. It's kind of fun watching like professionals just lose it on, on these idiots like uh, Nenshi in Calgary. Did you see that speech that he did about the anti-maskers? Nenshi, like oh, the mayor. Did do something? Cool. Well, he basically was just like, you're all idiots. Like, he literally called them idiots. You're selfish idiots. Stop it. Like, quit going out in public without masks. Like, stop being so selfish and ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, Nenshi, tell him. 
Yeah, the premier of Mani- the premier of Manitoba did something similar. Where he's like, if you think it's a hoax, you're an idiot. Yeah, and you are. That was it. If you think it's a big hoax, you're dumb. Yeah. But I don't know, Kathleen. What are we gonna do? We're gonna stay at home. We're gonna lose weight. <laughs> I can't believe how fat I'm gonna get. Like over Christmas, you know, how fat we're gonna fucking be. Like. Quit it. Are you gonna eat turkey on a treadmill? That'd be cool. Like I would I let's eat your OnlyFans thing. You eating fucking really fattening food while going quite fast on a treadmill. <laughs> like four point nine miles per hour on a steep incline, eating a fucking turkey leg and just gravy right out of the boat. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you had some guys that wanted to see you do that. Um, I have guys that want I have some foot people. And then I, I have some people that are, like, into giants. <laughs> okay. So they make me take pictures as if I'm a giant. Really? Like, and are they, and, and I'm not to, like, naked. Do you have to Photoshop not- their head onto a baby and you hold it or something? Or No. Like, I just, like, put the camera on the floor and walk near it. Oh, okay. And make it look like I'm a giant. Because I'm 6'1". I am a giant, but, like, not a real are there guys with like hand thing? Like, do they love hands or any uh, guys? I, there's a guy about, there's a person for everything. Like, I'd never heard of this like giantess. And then he's like, yeah, you should look at these girls. There's some girls on OnlyFans that are doing this giant thing. And they're like making tons of money and they're not even naked. Really? They're, yes. They're just giants. <laughs> they're just- That's amazing. I didn't know. Guys are way freakier. Like they have more. Do guys? You think guys have more fetishes than girls? I think so. I I don't know too many girls with like fetishes. They just like Like, abs. The girls just like certain things, but there's not like something that like they have to. Like we've talked about this before. I like when guys come, right? But I don't have to see a guy come every time. Like (laughs) if I don't see that, I can't get off. A lot of women who think they like. Um, when a guy comes, but it's just because of the, thank God it's over. <laughs> you know, that's that feeling of like, Oh God, my fucking, you know, I don't want to switch from left to right again. When is this going <laughs> to fucking up over? Holy Christ. And then, Oh yeah, there it is. It is I'm kind of a relief. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind so of a relief. You think it, you brain tricks you into thinking it's a reward, but it's just a relief. You know, it's, it's a relief. Like, thank Christ. Yeah. And then you just have to be, then they just say, so did you come? And you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Three times at the same time that you did. <laughs> oh my God. So many times I've lied about, I'm like, oh, I came like eight. <laughs> that won't go eight. Cause nobody's going to believe that. Oh, they believe it. Well, <laughs> the guy asks you if you came, then it probably was like under 10 minutes, the whole thing, you know? If, yeah. If a guy has to ask, you probably didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well you see you're you get it coming and going though because you're you'll like (laughs) one and then a guy doesn't ask because he's like i don't have to ask because that she was clearly into it and you're like no i faked it (laughs) sometimes when you don't fake it they ask you and you're like yeah like nine times or something (laughs) i'm one of those people that has like a totally straight face and can scroll on their phone while i do it I don't do, I don't have a big reaction for it. I just kind of lay there like I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I have to be so nice. 
I know, like, we always say, like, I'm mean to guys, but I'm way too nice to them. Yeah, you probably have been over the years. But what are you <laughs> going to do? Like, over the years, way too nice. Why would you want a weird ending to, you know? Like yeah. You're in, a, you're in a room alone with somebody. What's the point of being like, I didn't come and you're weird. Like, there's no point. <laughs> like that guy could just murder you then you know there's that's four true. pillows there you're already laying down that's probably yeah. why women fake orgasms because we're always scared of being murdered it's an evolutionary response to like you know if i disappoint this guy and he's a fucking lunatic i could die exactly but even like a murderer even like a murderer like if the girl comes he's like i don't think i'll kill her actually Actually, I think I'll let this one live. She seemed to have a good time tonight. <laughs> That's the only way to escape murder. You got to come. Like, yeah, exactly. If some they, guys, like, if you're locked in a trunk somewhere, just be like, What's I think that? I'm going to come. Just be like, I'm coming, <laughs> and then they'll let you out. <laughs> I would totally do that if I was a girl. Like, as soon as the murderer, like, touched me, I'd be like, oh, my God, you're going to make me come. And then he'd be like, okay, I think I'm going to let her go. <laughs> She comes that easy. She's got more living to do. She's got more living to do. That's exactly <laughs> right, Kathleen. How long have we we been talking for? I don't know. It's too long. Over right? an hour at this point. Yeah, over an hour. Look at Jim's exhausted. Jim is so <laughs> tired. It's not even late, but Jim looks like Jim has that face, like you know, Kathleen pretending to come. <laughs> Just super bored. <laughs> oh God, I'm coming again. <laughs> have, you ever, have, you ever one, like, have you ever faked one stone cold like just to throw shade at him like oh yes it's happening again <laughs> it's happening again <laughs> yeah. oh my god no I haven't just like done it out of spite <laughs> do it in a, never... next time do it in a different language do it in like Russian because then the guy will be like <laughs> Jesus Christ like I made her Russian come. <laughs> just learn some dirty Russian words and say it in that language. That'd be so funny. Just out of nowhere, start screaming Russian words. <laughs> you know, just start fucking screaming Russian shit. <laughs> whatever they, whatever they screamed before they were killed in the gulags. Find a, find a gulags murder clip. I think we just found out Sean's fetish tonight. <laughs> gulag murders. <laughs> Russian girls coming in Russian. Uh, ro robots who come. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's like hello, oh yes, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest podcast ever recorded. Ridiculous. This was our longest episode, probably. And we were doing it like with people chopping out and cutting out. It wasn't too bad though. No, no one cut out. No, it was. It, it, I think it's gonna be good. We did it. Okay. All right. Jim's the I'm authority on whether things we, are good or not. We'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it. We'll, we'll do another one. Sure. Oh, and we'll just so you guys we'll both know. What? I was masturbating the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I, you can't even tell. It's hard to do without, like, here, look at this. <laughs> yeah. That's, we're like, what are you? I'm scratching my knee. I just Louise, I still got that friggin' smallpox. <laughs> Don't scratch it, they said, but my goodness, does it itch. 
throw a little shoulder into it. No, oh but that is a good way to. What's that? I'm definitely gonna get a bruise lip guys, again. Is Kathleen frozen? Or... Bruise frozen. You are. Me? No. Well, no, it was I good somebody and then was it frozen, ended but it was just people. I wasn't sure if it was frozen or if I just had two people staring at me like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Turns out it was two people staring at me like, shut the fuck up. I have things to do tonight. <laughs> I have to, the thing that I'm going to do tonight is look for club comedy at Club 54. I know. I'm so, I, I'm so excited to do that after this. But I want people who, li- who listen to this podcast um, to check out that global news story with Stu Hughes on a ventilator fucking promoing the funny fest. That is pretty funny. Should I tweet it from our <laughs> Twitter account? <laughs> Just, but like, this is the only press stand-up comedy in Alberta. Okay. This is the, this is the only press that stand-up comedy in Alberta has had in 15 years. And it's <laughs> from an IP. Okay, I'll do it. The funny okay. fest. Like next year's funny fest. You know that Stu's going to have hospital shows next year. Oh my god, yeah. He's definitely going to be like, no, we met a couple guys and we're going to put on a fucking show down at, near the ICU. Not where the beds are, but you know, the nurses station area. They've got a little stage there. and we're going to Literally probably fest. already pitched that. Foothills Hospital, they're really great people and they just, they love to laugh. And I told them I'd give them 500 free tickets if they save my life. And here I am. And so we're going to do a bunch of ICU shows at the Foothills Hospital. <laughs> He's probably the only guy in there getting fucking skipped the dishes from an Indian restaurant every night, too. You know, everybody else is just eating soup and trying to get better. And, He's and he can't even taste anything. He's got COVID, but he's getting it. I know. <laughs> Imagine if you got COVID and you lost your ability to taste and you still got A&W. Like, what's the <laughs> matter with your brain? I can't taste it, but I just love the texture of horrible food. That's the best diet ever. If you can't taste food, then just eat, like, yeah. healthy food. People are really underestimating COVID's ability to help people fucking lose weight. Lose some weight. I hope I lose my. I hope I lose my sense of taste and it never comes back. No. No, you'd think about what great shape you'd be in. If, oh, it was like, what's you the You never point? want to taste food ever Apple. again. I'd be all apples and water and spinach. That's it. I'd be like a cat. I would just eat spinach, <laughs> apples, and drink water. What would be the point of any other thing? You know. That is true. And then people would be like, "Fuck, is Sean ever ripped? Does he have cancer?" <laughs> no, he had COVID. 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 Case, never came back and here I am looking great. <laughs> well, we should stop talking anyway, right? Yeah, Save we have to record another week. one after this. <laughs> you <laughs> imagine trying to do back to backs. Oh, Rachel Notley. Fuck. Oh my God. Rachel Notley fucking tweeted it out. Really? Rachel. Or did I? Yeah, Rachel, do you, how do you say it? Notley or Notley? I say Notley. Notley. I just like Notley better. What did she say she about tweeted, it? She tweeted out the Calgary comedian hospitalized with COVID-19 says he didn't take warning seriously. And she says, Calgary comedian who has COVID-19 makes it clear the virus is no laughing matter. She turned it into a fucking... So Rachel He's going to come out looking like a fucking hero. Rachel Notley had a better headline than Global did. So the Global marketing team down there they're like calgary comedian hospitalized with COVID 19 says he didn't take warning seriously 
And then she writes the perfect headline. Calgary community knows COVID-19 makes it clear the virus is no laughing matter. Like, I mean, she just nailed it. And then she says, take the risk seriously, obey public health orders, A-B-L-E-G, hashtag Y-Y-C. Oh my God, Stu Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting it out so our, our two listeners can look at it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, thanks for being on your own podcast. Thanks, Jim, for telling me what the password to the meeting was. Yeah, thanks for giving <laughs> us the password. You're welcome. <laughs> Hope everybody has a good week. Yeah. Enjoy, and enjoy we'll Burlington. Talk. Oh, it's really a really beautiful city. Once, <laughs> once, you, once you get out of it. <laughs> looking back on it, like Burlington's one of those towns that's kind of nice. Like if you were on a horse and you stopped and you looked back at where you were in Burlington and said, hey, there's Burlington. And then you kept riding your horse. But like being in it is horrible. Being in it's awful. <laughs> That's the best way to end this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for taking the time out of your day. Enjoy Club 54. I'll send you my favorite. You send me yours. Coronavirus (laughs) is no laughing matter. (laughs) Bye. Bye.